Welcome to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of our week and really the end of our ropes, and we're using pseudonyms so that we can talk honestly and openly about our jobs, you know, without having to worry about losing them. Because, you know, that's a thing out there. First thing I want to do is thank all of our Patreon patrons out there. Thank you for supporting us. I love you guys. You're part of what keeps us going. So let's start the list. Let's go with a big thank you to Ms. La Scorpionita, Britt. M, Tisha C, Noel R, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Caitlin L, Marsha M, Weeza, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Megan R, Hoovian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, JJO, Jeff S, Abby B, Ann T, Sarah B, Regina F, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary H, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, Rylan L, Catherine S, Kelsey W, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, Lisa S, and Sarah N. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. If you are someone who is interested in hearing their name at the beginning of the podcast, or you just want extra content, more episodes, lost episodes, all kinds of random weird stuff, uh, join our Patreon. We, for as little as 5 or $10 a month, there is something out usually every other week for you to listen to. We do watch parties, we host events, and also if you join, you get access to our special Facebook Facebook Patreon only group where you can meet other like-minded teachers and get to chat with the host and answer questions and even just like pick apart things you like or didn't like in the episode. It's pretty cool. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher and you are getting your classroom ready, or you're an English teacher or history teacher, any kind of teacher who has to do something theatrical, go to LudLambDramatics.com. They have all kinds of classroom resources, everything from things to get your kids motivated to post that explain what the different parts of stage are that you can put on your classroom wall. They're inexpensive, and honestly, you can't find jack shit for theater in the teacher store. So go to Ludlam Dramatics, check it out now. And I want to pump our other sponsor, Legendary Pretzels. They are, oh my god, they are so amazing. They take these like hard pretzels, and they even offer gluten-free stuff. And they like dip them in chocolate, and they cover them in candy or caramel, and they wrap them. Oh, and they also sometimes roll them like in f- like cereal or broken candy. I got this M&M one the other day. Oh my God, it was amazing. But you go check out Legendary Pretzels and use the code TEACHER at checkout to get a discount. All right, my friends, I'm so happy you guys are listening. We're making progress. We're in the summer. I feel myself relaxing a bit. But anyway, here you go. Enjoy episode 89. Thanks, friends. any wrong kind of nerd. I think one of the beauty of nerddom is that we all have our niches and our interests. Um, And, you know, it's the magic of of art in that it is purely subjective. And there are things that Elvis likes that I think are garbage. And I'm sure (laughs) vice versa. I'm sure, like, I'm sure vice versa. You got your daggers out today. I've been nothing but kind. (laughs) I was using you as an example. Just using me is all. All right, my friends. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to another edition of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'm Elvis, your host. And with me today, I am joined by Mr. The Count Chocolate. I am The Count Chocolate. The Count. No, Mr. The Count. <laughs> Mr. Manager. <laughs> just manager. That's his father. <laughs> and also joining us today is Miss Lucy Elaine. Hi. And last but not least, we have Miss Shirley Temper. 
Don't call me dumb. I got a PhD, motherfucker. <laughs> What's that one? You don't know? I'm sorry. My no, it's, it's, it's Birds of Prey, which is one of the most underrated superhero movies of the last five years. No, I've seen I it cannot twice, say. I, I love it. A lot. There's a reason it's I underrated. absolutely love it. <laughs> what was underrated? Nothing. Go ahead, as you were. Keep going. <sighs> I'm, I will. I will go on a Birds of Prey tangent unless you stop me. No, Just that stop, it stop, was stop. okay. <laughs> stop. I was gonna say it was written and directed by women. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good fact. Woo-hoo. It is, and it's female superheroes, but not from the male gaze, which I think is important. All that's right. why y'all didn't see it. I saw it. I just don't remember the line. Uh-huh. Yeah. Saw it in the theater, and then I watched it at home at some point, but I don't remember. I think I was stoned both times. So. <laughs> no. I know. <laughs> all right. So it's summertime. We're all hopefully chill. I know Count was talking about having to like fix everything in his house because it's all exploding at once. And my big summer project is my office. I just got this huge new T-shirt thingamajig that's taken over my life at the moment. But what's going on with you guys? Uh, Lucille, how's summer treating you so far? I love it. I'm busy though. Cause you know, I have to get in all my doctor's appointments, all the like things you want to do that you just don't have time for. Uh I think, I mean, I think I have one more busy day, but it's been really, really nice. I've been staying up late and I've been watching movies and doing whatever I wanted to. I've been cooking even more, which like, I don't even know why I do it. Sometimes it just sits in my refrigerator because I, I just cook for no one. So if anybody's hungry, just let me know. Count, what about you? What's going on besides everything breaking in your house? Yeah, you know what? The DIY is kind of fun, um, especially if it doesn't cost a ton of money. But I am yeah. glad to. I mean, I'm I'm setting an alarm to go to the gym because if I get it out of the way in the morning, it kind of just doesn't hang over my head, and I feel like it's good for my own mental health. And I can slowly feel my blood pressure dropping to a healthy level. And, you know, there's yoga. I'm stretching. Like, I'm doing all this kind of shit that you should do during the year to, you know, keep your head on straight. But you don't find a time to. There's no time. Yeah. And it's good. And all the, you know, the chocolate babies are good. So we're we're doing great. I feel I, I'm with you about doing workouts or walking or hiking or running, whatever, in the morning. Because not only does it get it out of the way, it's not over your head. I tend to make better choices if I just exercise because I have that mindset like, okay, I just worked out. Well, I don't want to go fuck it up by eating like a cheeseburger or something. So I'll make better food choices. And I don't know. I'm all about the doing it in the morning. I had like a three-mile walk. It was wonderful. The weather was nice because it started to rain. So it went from 95 to like 72 in like oh, five beautiful. minutes. And it was this huge breeze. And it was kind of crazy because, you know, hardcore breeze and lightning, but there was no rains. I was like, I, I want to enjoy this because in like mm-hmm. a week, I'm going to miss this. What about you, Miss Temper? What's going on? You're finished with the year. Oh, I have been. Um, well, last week, um, I wasn't able to record with you guys because I went on a little family vacation. Nice. Um, we went to the beach, and it was just so it's hard to even talk about it. I did not realize how much I needed it yes. until I was on the beach and my toes were in the sand and the ocean was there and my kids haven't seen the ocean. Cause you know, we don't live close to the beach and I'm not an outdoor person. You've seen me. Yeah. I know you're not shocked by that. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to do something different. And so, you know, we went with my parents and we went down there and my two kids were just 
in love, fell in love. We went back to the beach five times in the two days that we were there, like in the morning and at night, in the morning and at night. And, you know, the last morning that we were there, and it was just the most restful, wonderful thing. And um, I hosted and performed in my drag show um, oh, nice. on Saturday. And because I performed, I made a little bit more money than I normally do in tips. And we're going to go back to the beach again next week. We're just, I just booked a hotel and I was like, let's just go back. <laughs> All right, my loves, this is from the Reddits. This is from Aloe Plant Pumps. Pups. This is from Reddit. This is from Aloe Plant Pups. Feeling lost, depressed, and overwhelmed by the thought of returning to school in September. The title says it all. I've been applying for others' positions outside of teaching for months, educational tech, federal government positions, a few corporate training positions, but I haven't heard back from anywhere except a teaching position I applied to on a whim. They had me interview four times and do a demo lesson and gave the position to someone else. I'm nervous about finding something new and also nervous I won't find something new, like maybe I think the grass is greener, but it really isn't. I think I went into teaching for the wrong reasons, or I was naive. I'm at the point in my career where I've invested a lot of time, 10 years, and education, master's, 30 credits, and ed. I'm so frustrated at the lack of money I'm making, but do the benefits outweigh not taking home as much in my paycheck? Do I have to stay now because of the pension? I'm feeling really depressed about the prospect of going back to school in September, All year, I was so happy to work from home. I had the energy to cook, clean, exercise. That will all disappear in September. I hate being at the whim of my supervisors and principals. I work in a very large district, over 16 elementary schools, and I've been moved constantly. I'm a specialist teacher because I never say anything and I'm easy to work with. Anytime there's a problem with a coworker, I'm placed there to smooth things over. I hate it. I end up working in the worst schools because I don't disagree with anyone. This has also made me feel really isolated in my work. I'm never in one place long enough to feel like I'm a part of the school. Just needed to get this off my chest. Also, I've been seeing and hearing about so many people finding new remote jobs, and it makes me feel awful. Oh, well, teaching is never going to make you a millionaire. And so Mm -hmm. you, if money is your goal and you're not satisfied teaching, you probably need to just look at your lifestyle. I don't know if the money is the big thing getting you down about teaching. I don't see that improving anywhere. Even if you get your master's or a doctorate, the boost in pay is not that significant, especially for the expense and time it takes to get a master's or a doctorate. Lucille? So, aloe plant pups let me try that again is that that's what it was yeah that's right yeah mm-hmm. that's a real that's a really weird name so the, i looked at that and i was like what um mm-hmm. so, so allo plant pups i've been doing the same thing i have been trying to get out of teaching only because i have worn out it is a lot of work i loved being at home and being able to teach but that's not a reality right now um i am also looking for remote jobs i i go back in july <laughs> I just got out last week. I go back in July. So my anxiety is already through the roof. I'm like, how many weeks? Five weeks? That's it? That's that's it? And um, I have gotten very far also in some interviews only for them to tell me, I'm sorry, we want somebody else, you know, somebody who knows the vocabulary and 
and whatnot, which is terrible because we all can learn a job if somebody just takes the time and vocabulary is not hard. I've been looking for like instructional design, instructional coordinating jobs, um, educational consultants. I also have my master's degree. It's a whole thing. I'm right there with you. But like, yeah, the money though, I've been looking into these are a little bit better than what I'm getting paid now, but not much. So it's definitely not going to be a money issue. Um, It definitely has to be a peace of mind and just make sure, you know, that's exactly what you want to do. I think that's very wise. But unfortunately for a lot of these education jobs that are in the corporate world, they really want to bring someone up from the inside. Because yeah. I know lots of teachers who apply, but like, no, we want someone who's done this. But unfortunately, a lot of the people who are good at teaching don't necessarily work for those kinds of companies. And so, That's I mean, true. I'm sure you've mm-hmm. been around those people who can't talk to kids or can't talk to a group of students. Like, their teaching is reading a PowerPoint presentation, like slide by slide, by slide. <laughs> Every word on it. <laughs> and if you talk to people in the corporate world, that's what they get unless they hire some outside company, which usually features outside teachers. I, I actually kind of advocate some people, if you have the motivation and the kind of the with what all to make the jump, uh, think about starting your own kind of presentation company. Because I've done that several times and the corporate world pays hell of money. And they're just blown away about someone with energy that can come in and talk about these things. And they just didn't know how to talk about it themselves. It's really kind of cool. And it's something anyone can do if, you know, you have the drive for it. But it takes a lot of balls just to even make the jump out of teaching. So kudos for you for at least looking around. Shirley, Count, do you have any thoughts about this? (laughs) Yes, I do. Um, First things first, don't stop looking. Keep looking. And don't stop during the school year. If you don't find anything, you know... There are some things that you need to do for your mental health. If you are going back to school in September, you need to put your foot down and you need to say, no, I am going to stay on this campus. I recognize and I appreciate that you value me and that you value that I am this type of person to smooth out the situations, but I'm not going to do it anymore. I am going to stay on this campus and, you know, make some really clear boundaries. Do it professionally, do it kindly, but say, no, I'm going to stay where I am. And don't stop looking. Keep applying. You never know. I don't, I'm not trying to encourage you to settle because you should never settle. If you don't want to be in this classroom, then don't do it. But if you are stuck with it, if it is your only means of getting a paycheck this school year, then put your foot down and set some clear guidelines. And you can always leave in the middle of the year. Teachers yes. do it all the time. They make it sound like it's an impossible thing. But if you find a better opportunity, go for it. A lot of teachers, mm-hmm. like, if you have a partner, you can throw them under the bus. Sorry, my partner got a job in this other city. We got to move. So um, I'm out. See ya. Peace. Bye. But <laughs> teachers leave all the time. Yeah, All like I'm, I'm going to continue looking, and I don't care if it's just September; it's just October, and I get Good. something. I'm I'm out. And and, and um, surely what you were saying about putting your foot down is absolutely correct. But here's the also thing I have noticed, and I I think everybody has recognized this as well, is that um, I when I okay when I moved from Pittsburgh to to here in Texas, I was just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm starting this whole my whole career all over again. I'm not going to 
let people tell me what to do. I am not going to just say yes because I feel like I have to. And let me just tell you something. I got so much further in my teaching career because they knew that I had a strong backbone Mm -hmm. and I wasn't going to take shit and I got things done. So that, 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 and you know, they don't even ask me to do things anymore. (laughs) Like, 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 she's going to tell, she's, she's definitely telling us no. So let's just not. I cannot tell you, nobody asked me to cover any classes this year, and it was the COVID year. I covered, I was never a substitute for anyone's like just random class period, but every other teacher in my hallway was asked every single day. That did make me feel a little guilty. I probably would have done it, but I have just been so specific about how my conference period is my time and I'm not giving it up. And if they need people so badly, I want to see an administrator in there and I, they don't do that. I'm, I'm, they, I'm the exact same way. They know not to ask me if it's something superfluous, but they also know that if they need something from me, I will do it. I will do it happily and I will do a kick-ass job. And one other thing I do want to say with that, you will come with like, you'll come into a room with a sense of responsibility where people won't even like ask you to do anything extra as far as like, you know, not, not just covering or whatnot, just expecting to show data because they'll be like, well, that girl has her shit together or that guy has her shit together. And Uh they don't, we don't, we're not even a bother with her because we already know that she doesn't need, or he doesn't need the extra push or the guidance. They know what they're doing. So you do get exactly a lot. I listened to a podcast. Um, the, my second favorite next to this one, um, the other day and it, uh, the host was talking about how, if you have a backbone in your profession, number one, people do not attempt to give you more work simply because they know you're a yes man or a yes woman, or you'll just automatically take it Two, they are respected to a higher level and three, they get paid more. And I was like, how do you like, like, how do you really measure that? But it's the fact that when you have someone who knows what their role is, and I'm not saying like you've been put in your place. I'm saying in a sense of I know what my job is. I am more than competent and do this and I can and I'm a huge asset to where I am. And you're not going to put little shit off on me and you're not going to push this on my desk because you think I'm just going to say yes to it. You end up not having to do that. That's probably a reason why you didn't have to cover 13 classes this <laughs> Surely you didn't have to like, but I was the same way in a classroom where I covered classes that I wanted to. And if someone was really in a bind and you owed me a favor, like, okay, that's fine. But sure. I, but having to move when someone says move, will jack up your entire year, multiple mm-hmm. years, over and over, moving campuses. Because moving classrooms isn't easy. Moving hallways isn't easy. But moving buildings and campuses, campuses. that is ridiculous. I, yeah. I would, and, and I agree, I would hunt and hunt and hunt. I recently left a job as an educator halfway through the year. Um, they should have hired me at the beginning of the year. But I found <laughs> something better halfway through. And let me tell you, I thought that it was going to be like this hard breakup between administration before I even finished, before I even finished my whole like, hey, I'm leaving. Literally, my principal was like, "Okay, just make sure, you know, make sure the door doesn't you know, hit your ass on your way out and turn in your keys. I was going to say, you could also really use this as your moment of clarity. 
you don't want to do this. You need a change. Whatever that change is, you have to find it. But this is a moment of clarity for you. And I think it would be good if you have this change on your own terms and not another change that is forced upon you. This is from the Reddits and user Mission Interview 88. Are any of you are you friends with any of your colleagues? Are you genuine friends with any of your colleagues? As in you hang out outside of work and work-related functions and feel like you can fully trust them? I've definitely seen the ugly, gossipy, manipulative side of colleagues, and so much advice to new teachers seems to be along the lines of don't hang out in the teacher's lounge, eat lunch alone, and don't trust other teachers. These are words I've lived by in my career, but I'm asking because a colleague who I kind of sort of know asked me and my partner over for dinner. I like her, but she's close with a coworker who I don't like or trust for a few reasons. Am I overthinking? Are there any teacher friendship success stories? What would you do? There are thousands of teacher friendships stories out there. Mm -hmm. You need to know who you're talking about before you spill any kind of deeds or get any kind of dirt. Mm -hmm. You need to keep a layer professional just because like you hang out with a teacher like, Hey, yeah, I sell black market babies and I deal drugs on the side and I do. Yeah. Keep that for like (laughs) the fourth or fifth date. You just got to use general guidance. I don't think there's anything wrong with being in the lounge. I personally like to eat on my own just because everyone's talking so much. But I think there's nothing wrong. Some of my closest friends I have met have been through teaching and education. But a lot of times it's just it's slow going. Now, out of like the 5,000 teachers I've worked with, there's like seven that I'm really close to. But I just try to use judgment and just, you know, don't go crazy. Go for some happy hours, feel it out, and then maybe do something outside of that. You get a feel for it. What do you guys have to say? Lucille. Well, I definitely have those relationships, those really good relationships where we work together, like my partner and I, for instance, and then the people that I co-teach for every once in a while, because I'm I'm usually just resource. But um, we go and we have happy hour, dinner. Like I have those relationships. You just got to know where to find them. So me, I don't trust anyone. So it Mm -hmm. takes me a long time to realize who's cool and who isn't. And when I do find those people, you stick by it because then you hear everything, you know, what's going on, you know, who you can trust. But I will tell you a real quick story. And by that, I won't even, I won't, it'll be so quick. I won't even really get into it. I was asked (laughs) over a break to hang out with somebody. They were like, Oh, you live around me. And I, I think, you know, like I don't have too many friends. I just moved here. Would you like to go get coffee? Sure. You know, I'm not going to deny anybody like, you know, this could be a good relationship for me. I don't know. So I, I did the whole thing. We met up, but there's also that point where some people just become clingy So it's hard to shake off somebody that you work with. Mm -hmm. It's, it's almost a feeling like, like, yeah, you could get into those mistrust feelings where people could stab you in the back, or it could be the other way around. You literally could be with somebody talking that kind of, you have no interest in, or like maybe doesn't have much social awareness. And it's just like a whole thing. So be very cautious about the, like maybe ask around if you do have some of those relationships, like, Hey, what do you think of so-and-so they just, you know, are you going out? What's going on? You know, because I usually you'll get that like social cue from people, like <laughs> how they yeah. really are, especially if they work close with them. 
I'm a fan of meeting people initially in a group teacher setting. If a teacher or even just a guy is like, hey, man, you want to go out and do this? I am petrified of being stuck for four hours at like a restaurant with this asshole and his <laughs> wife. I mean, it could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had those experiences like, oh, this is going to be Terrible. great. And we'd go like and do a double date. I'm just like, oh, my God. I can't. Is there any excuse we can get to get out of here? So I'm a fan of like, hey, everyone, let's do a heat. Let's do a happy hour. Let's do something where I can leave if I don't like this anymore, or there are other people I can socialize with. And if there's someone who I get to know and like we have a few drinks, we figure it out. Then I'm like, okay, maybe. But man, I'm just precautious about that. Like I'll be friendly, very surface friendly with almost every teacher. I'll chat with them, small talk. Well, I'll know if they have kids. They'll know my kids' names. But not really like go to their house and hang out, like hang out, or not like we're going to be texting at ten o'clock at night. I mean, it ain't that. It takes a couple of dates with me before you get that level of access. But <laughs> I don't know. Cat, <laughs> what do you think? I kind of have a general rule in which if we're going to do some kind of a hangout or happy hour, I really will not try to dominate a conversation. I will listen, 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 and at some point, normally I'll always like have some kind of cutoff like hey like no shop talk because if at all possible let's not take school to the bar as well or Mm -hmm. to a restaurant or whatever else like tell me you're more interesting than talking about the things that have happened like with coworkers or talking about other people or your least favorite student you know that that kind of a deal and after a while i'll listen i'm like you know what okay this person actually can carry a conversation kind of fun kind of entertaining and you can make a mental note of this is not someone I'd ever want to do this with again. Yeah. Or or I'll, sh- or I'll show up and literally not say a word for the longest time until invited into part of a conversation or just to kind of get a vibe, a sense of a vibe. But I will tell you that some of my best friends um, in my adult life are educators, but it took time to kind of grow and foster that relationship. We didn't just meet the first day and be like, Hey, it wasn't like a, a stepbrother was like, we're going to be best friends. Kind of like, <laughs> like, nah. like we're not getting bunk beds or anything, but, but I did meet some really good, wholesome people. And then I also found out that some people that seemed to be cool at school were like complete douches outside. Yeah. You just, you, you, you weed it out. But I think there's a, you know, you use your own judgment of, is this the kind of friendship that I want? And if so, mm-hmm. ease into it and then see what happens next. And then That's what she said. <laughs> I, I feel everyone should try to find at least like the one work spouse or like someone you have a friendly relationship where you can pretty much share most of the dirt what's going on with your life. But you have to be selective and you have to know who that person is. But I think everyone needs at least someone on campus. But when you get off campus... Talk about other things. You have so much going on in your life. I mean, even if it's just like I watch this TV show. Oh, yeah, that TV show is great. There's so many things you can bond over. Shirley. My rule is I do exactly what Count does. I have, I smile, but I keep my eyes and my ears open because I just, you know, and, and I'm honestly, I'm a loner. I isolate just as a person. I'm an introvert. Going to happy hour, the thought of that gives me anxiety just because being around a bunch of people that I don't know, it, it's blah, it's hard. Um, but I have my really close people that I do work with. And you do need that. You need at least one person that no matter what, you can go in and you they can be like your dumpster. And yeah. you just dump in all the shit and they're like, don't worry about it. And you never have to worry about it getting to someone else. And I am that person for these, these women, these three amazing women in my life. And we have a support group 
group chat and it has been the best thing, especially this year, especially this year. Um, but be careful. Just watch your back. Just keep your eyes and ears open and your mouth closed. Yeah, if you meet someone and the second they start talking to you, they tell you the dirt on everyone around you, they're going to tell the dirt about you to everyone else. Yeah, don't, don't tell mm-hmm. them a single thing. Matter of fact, make up a really, really small lie and wait for it to come back to you. Yeah, like I heard you like played pro basketball. I'm like, I'm six, six feet. <laughs> that doesn't cut it. And white. I'm not yeah. going to make it. I'm sorry. What? What? What you get for me? We have a Patreon! Oh my god! It's gotta be dirty, right? amazing! Mm -hmm. As little as $5 to $10 a month, you can join our Patreon and get access to all kinds of extra episodes, bonus content. We do all kinds of episodes that are only on the Patreon. And you get access to our new Facebook group where you can chat with the host and meet up with other like-minded teachers who are Patreons as well. It is awesome. I recommend to everyone, you should do it now! And it helps Help by rhinestones for Shirley Temper. I mean, please do it. That would be (laughs) delightful. All right, my friends. Here is our would you rather. Yeah. Would you rather (laughs) be followed around by an untrained bagpiper who practices every other hour around the clock? Oh, God. Or eat every discarded tissue you come across? One. <laughs> Wait, yeah, bagpipes. Every discarded tissue? That's so many tissues. And being That's in elementary disgusting. school, there's no way in hell. No oh, no. Give me, give me the uh, bagpipe dude from, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Give me First that dude that used to play on DuckTales with Scrooge McDuck. I <laughs> yep. love that guy. Here's the yep. thing is I dug through this deck of cards trying to find something worse than the discarded tissue just to see if there's anything that might make us choose that. And out of like eight cards, it was nothing. It was like, have half a mustache. Yeah, I'm taking half a mustache. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I can't even grow a mustache. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for one of our summer editions of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I thank my hosts who are with me, Miss Shirley Temper. Psychologically speaking, vengeance rarely brings the catharsis we hope for. <laughs> and also, big thanks to Count Chocolate. More chocolate for everyone. Gross. <laughs> I like the yeah. laugh. And Gross. last but not least, thank you so much for being here, Miss Lucy Elaine. Oh, you know how much I love it. It's been wonderful. Okay, my friends, everyone, take care, relax, sleep an extra hour, find time for yourself. Try to make a week where you just... Get out of your zone, just wherever you are. Just get away. Rhinestone something. Yeah, there's all kinds (laughs) of stupid shit you can do out there. So, my friends, (laughs) deep breaths, deep drinks, beers. Cheers! My boobs were so sparkly when that spotlight hit. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday and is brought to you by the fine folks over at Legendary Pretzels, maker of the best treats in the world. Really, go look them up. Legendary Pretzels, they're amazing. And use the code TEACHER to get a discount when you go there. Also, check out our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics. If you need anything, if you're teaching theater, 
anything for teaching theater. Go to Ludlam Dramatics. They have some of the best supplies out there. They're just they're just awesome. They're great classroom resources. They're they're just one of the few. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Miss Shirley Temper, Lucille Lane, and Count Chocolate. They guys are amazing. I'd like to thank Priscilla who's by my side while I do all of this, as well as all of our Patreon patrons out there. Thank you guys. We love you. For as little as five or ten dollars a month, my friends, you guys can also get access to extra content, meetings with the host, all kinds of great stuff. And it helps support us. And really in this time, day and age, we can use all the support we can get. All right, my friends, I hope you are taking advantage of summer and enjoying yourselves. Take care. Cheers. All right. I think we I'm gonna send the picture. I'm right. gonna send you guys a picture. Send the picture, but I'm send just the only first. Oh, where are my random cards? Okay, they're over there. I see them. Ooh, girl, you shiny. You can't yeah, see my shoes in the picture. I know, but I also stoned the top and the garters. Wow, that's impressive. Tanky. Way to go.